What's up guys, Air Talks. We ain't here gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. Today I'm coming at you guys with uh, something I think would be real informative and helpful for a lot of people who are either new to the gemstone world or don't see any benefits from gemstones, rocks, and crystals. I want to talk to you about unorthodox ways of carrying gemstones. This one is going to be an eye-opener for people who have, have a lot of gemstones, but, you know, they might be tucked in a crate or they might be put away, put to the side or sitting outside, you know, whatever they, whatever you do with your gemstones, you know, I have a certain way of carrying my gemstones and I feel like it would be interesting to hear other people's ways of hearing, um, where they, where they carry theirs. Uh, let's talk about it. Well, before... I really got into gemstones heavy. First place I would put my gemstones was in my sock, in my shoes. I looked at it as a symbol of being prepared for a journey. It wasn't just me being young and immature, but it looked I looked at it as, as me as I walk on my journey. Whatever I'm doing, I put them in my sock didn't really, you know, didn't really record any experiences and being in my sock. This some of the first time I had gemstones and didn't know what to do with myself. Put them in my sock. Then, um, what I really want to talk to y'all about is what I did today. I mean, yesterday. At work, like maybe 30 minutes before I clocked in to work, it's a, um, it's a jewelry bead store, gemstones. They have natural organic gemstones. And uh, sometimes I go in there really fast and get some jewelry to make uh, my bracelets. Uh, and uh, I went in there and bought maybe four small strands. I mean, all under $10 a piece. Each strand. Um... I ended up getting some apple jade, some unikite, some bronzite, and some pitcher jasper. And they were all put in like a clear plastic bag. And I had my work pants on, so I took all those stones and strands, and I also bought like some copper to close the um, bracelets and all that stuff. And I had them all put in my back pocket. And um, the lady, knows me at the at the organic beat store so she she hurry up and rushing because she know I gotta hurry up and get to work by 12 and sometimes you know people over shop and look for things too much and um, end up being late so I wasn't late she hurried up rushed click 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 you know gave me deals on everything shout out to organic stones she she loved giving me deals she might cut something off like by like 75 cent 50 cent here 75 cent here 25 cent here a dollar here 50 cent here for each strand i might have paid the strands might have cost six dollars i think i might have paid maybe 450 um 
times four. So it was a really good deal, basically. But I carried those gemstones in bead strands. I look at it as the same as carrying a, a, a gemstone, a regular smooth gemstone, a rough gemstone. I look at it as the same way. And uh, as I went to work and I clocked in, I still was kind of rushing because I, you know, I was supposed to be in by 12. I think I might have clocked in by 12.02. And um, this gemstones was in my back pocket. But I realized that after uh, starting to work, you know, starting to work in, I work at the Sheraton Hotel, starting to work. And I was like, well, should I take them out of my pocket since there's so many of them? I was like, nah, let's keep them in our pocket. And that's the un- that's my unorthodox way of carrying gemstones. What's up, guys? Air Talks going to be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And I want to present to you guys one of the most orthodox persons that wore gemstones in biblical fashion and it's called Exodus some of the first books of the Bible and um, it was worn by Aaron we have different names for the type of breastplate but uh, right now I'm looking at um, something from International Gem Society I don't believe they're religious heavy they just focus on the stones, so that's where that's one of my sources. And um, in Exodus 28, the breastplate of Aaron is detailed in a, a great in a great fashion. All the gemstones and crystals, and all the names of the stones that we still see today, that we still go by or that we still look at on other people's pictures, and it's still was in the Bible, described in the Bible, basically. And here it explains Aaron wore 12 different stones, gemstones, to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. In the first row, these might be the stones that you would want to look at as buying some of your first stones or you know, getting a collection of these. These might be some of the first ones you want to get. Because if they're in a if they're if they were used by Hebrews and people who were closely connected to God, Moses was closely connected to God. Aaron I was a high priest. Obviously he was connected to God in some ways. Um I see a little difference between I shouldn't put in put in a, a negative seed, but I see the difference because Moses went up in the mountain and talked to God, talked to the angels of the Lord, and while Aaron was down with the people, um, even though Aaron was the big brother, I still, you know, I still have to do some more research and learn about that. So disregard anything. If it sounds like I'm being doubtful or anything. But Aaron, the first row 
of his you have to look at the um statue the sculpture to see or look it up the breastplate of Aaron it's also a uh, sculpture in Venice Italy um you can look up Venice Italy church sculpture and uh the first row of gemstones that Aaron had on his breastplate was carnelian, chrysolite, and emerald. The second row was turquoise, sapphire, and amethyst. The third row was jacinth, agate, and crystal. And the fourth row was beryl, lapis lazuli, and jasper. Now, before I continue going on, um, it's a, probably a big argument on what gemstones was actually used on a breastplate. But what really matters, and I see in gemsociety.org, it starts to be, a, you know, questions about what gemstones was used on a breastplate. But that is what I do not want to focus on. Okay. What I want to focus on was the reason was the reason why he had the breastplate and why he was wearing those gems in that manner. And um, in my opinion, it was it was a way for him to understand here on earth connecting to what God's message was to him as far as dealing with the kingdom and the it and the uh, the journey of Israel and you know how God wants them to move and then how they was moving on their own and gemstones help you with that connection and it helps you with a clearer message. Obviously Moses went up into the mountains to talk to the angels of the Lord, but he had his issues he had you know god is so strong and so mighty to the point where that's not just somebody you can just you know have a conversation with and look at at the same time it's gonna come through so many different channels and it's gonna come through in so many different ways uh but that's one of the most orthodox ways that I can explain to it without the people coming from afar arguing that gemstones were used for gemstones are evil you know but they believe in the bible you know the connection is there you have to do your own due diligence as far as Aaron I just wanted to bring to the light some people don't know uh, that that was war that Aaron wore these things as a priest and connected it to the will and soon as I seen this I might have seen this maybe a year ago a long time well a while ago I don't know how long it's been but I remember when I first seen it the first thing in me that I wanted to do is I wanted to recreate it and wear it myself now I don't know if I can do it but I really I'm really thinking about trying to because 
God's will is a powerful thing, you know. And a lot of us don't understand God's will in our lives because we don't completely submit. We don't completely give everything that we got to God. It's almost impossible. And, and, and just if you're using your mind, it's almost impossible to do that. If you in your own understanding of what God is and all this other stuff, you think you, you know, you know, it ain't no you think you know. It's you know everything that's going on around you. You know everything you see. It will be difficult trying to live in God's will. You know what I mean? If you have any type of already presumed judgments on anything from it being from people, things, spirituality, mentality, then God's will, it will be more difficult to connect. Because maybe God might have you herding sheep. Maybe God might have you um, out here creating and you might be a, you might be a principal of a school, and maybe God wants you to be a, a, a carpenter that clean floors or something. So, you know, it, it that's a whole different conversation. I just wanted to bring up. I'm I'm bringing this up because I have an orthodox way of wearing my gemstones. Like I wear them in a dog tag form. I might wear them around my neck. I might wear them um, in a pouch on me, or I might wear them um, in my back pocket. But uh, I just want to bring to light one of the strongest, one of the most important people in biblical history. This is history that is before religion was conformed, before the Islamic, before the uh, Christians, before the... uh, for Judaism and all the other all the other religions these were the people that set in motion uh, the whole family tree of those connections to this religion and Muhammad and Jesus and St. John the Baptist Mary uh, that pretty much cancels out that conversation of, of religion but if you do argue about religion Please come in a teaching format. Don't come in no hostility format because I will clap back and I don't argue about religion. I was taught at a young age that that's not the way to go. And even God showed me some things about what happens when you argue about religion. But y'all have a good one. I know I got to rambling a little bit, but that comes with my podcast right now. Till I get it all the way cleared out and get better at it. Peace. Have a good one. What's up, guys? Air Talks. We talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. Today, I want to talk about another style. Another that I style that I wear gemstones, and it's in a necklace form. Wear it around my neck. Um, I don't want to give you too much information. Just know um, the sound that you're hearing. It um, every time I walk, that's what you hear. 
I'm deflecting negative energy off of me. Um, I wear this can sound like a dog tag to some people. You know, they look at you like they hear it, and you walking by them. I have it out. Sometimes I wear it under my shirt, so it's not as evident. But then sometimes I wear it um, out so people can see it and they hear it clicking. Whenever I start um, running or anything like that, they can hear this. They hear this sound. And it, I have a praying emblem on a piece of honey calcite that I wrap genuinely on my own by copper, with copper. And I have a moss agate chain that's with like a little card piece that it's, it's like um, it's like a two by, it's like a two two inches height in height and then two inches in width. It's it's a thin like card structure of moss agate, and agate is known. Moss agate is known to help you with uh, perseverance and will, and it's good for your uh, heart chakras, opening up your heart chakras. And this honey calcite is good for your solar plexus, um, the light um, part of your digestion system. It's good for intellectualizing things and being very joyful and being very smart. And uh, I just walk around and let it click. Um, it's another unorthodox way I wear gemstones. Sometimes I wear it out so people can see it, and then sometimes I tuck it in under my um, under my garments. And uh, the 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 only downside is about about wearing this type of style that make all that noise and click click, um, especially on your neck, is the people that think too much that are very brain heavy you know they don't use their hearts they don't use you know they don't use different parts of their body they don't speak from you know the holy spirit or god they you know i don't know if it's a connection or it's if it's we lean into our own understanding so much is that they look at it as um almost like slavery you know chains around your neck slavery it's most negative it's the most negative thing that you can do but it's the truth it's the truth because in history the all slaves no matter what color they were we were all slaves at one point in time whites blacks mexicans um it's just the way it is indians um we all had chains around our necks and you know I don't want to be come from a racist point of view because I know um, we all have to deal with you know racist viewpoints, but um, they look at it as you know you're a pet, you know you're a pet in this system when you're wearing this dog tag. That's the only negative vibe that I pick up by wearing it and letting it click when I'm walking. But, you know, those are just people that have material things, you know. That don't mean that they have wisdom from God. So, just be, you know, if you're somebody who don't have a lot of material things and you're, you're, you know, you you have a lot of jealousy, then when people think like that, it, it is going to attack you and it is going to hurt you. But if you're somebody who understand to, to, to go back and say, um, so go back at that and say, God is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And you learn how to 
retaliate by saying good things than what the world is saying to you or you're a slave to this system. You might have debts. You might be under uh, a tough circumstance and you might not have a lot. You might not have what they have. But what you do have is you have God. And you know, with this dog tag, it symbolizes that. And um, in, in the gemstone world, and the metaphysical world, it blocks off a lot of that negative energy. One of the toughest in one of the toughest negative energies that you can face is poverty, is lack, is not having things. So, and it can affect your mental. But uh, this is an unorthodox style I wear. Um, it, I think it ticks a lot of people off. But I've gotten to a point where, whenever um, I'm moving, I move kind of. I move very, very stealthy. So whenever you don't hear this sound, it's because I, I'm, it's not it's not active. But if I'm moving and you um, hear this sound heavy, it's because it's really active. I'm really in tune with my gemstones when I wear them around my neck, especially. And that's the positive side of wearing gemstones around your neck. I didn't mean to get into that preacher mode, but what I just said is 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 the definite truth. Um, yeah, but this is another one. I think I want to make this. I think this one's going to be lengthy, my episode, because I'm going to keep adding to it the more I find different styles. Uh, y'all have a great one. Be blessed. And don't worry about poverty. And if you do, if you do have a lot and you lacking a little bit of wisdom, hey, do what you got to do. Battle. Go reach back out to God. And get your emotional, intellectual side right And balance yourself out You know, even if you gotta Give some money to charity Do what you gotta do Uh, And that's all, folks Peace